You're listening to the Sewing and Growing podcast and radio show with Jay and Jay. All right, everyone, welcome to the Sewing and Growing podcast with Jay and Jay. But today it is just Jay, but I have a special guest co host. I have Dan Glenn. Dan, we're very excited to have you. First time ever on the podcast. Is this your first time ever doing a podcast? Uh, that's absolutely right. Well, we're super glad to have you. And you have been a staple of rock at this church. I think from the very get-go. Is that an Actually, accurate statement? It was, it was from before the beginning. So, <laughs> Explain uh, that. Um, we were called to this work. We didn't know that we didn't know of it in uh, 1978 and uh god miraculously moved us from fort collins to uh glenwood springs and uh at that time it was like about two months before uh craig and sharon mccune the original pastors uh came and uh we had been active in small groups in uh, Fort Collins, and through that small group, we uh, actually were, uh, God moved us here uh, through mighty acts. I mean, there were, there were all kinds of things that happened. It wasn't just coincidence. That's awesome. So you actually came all the way from Fort Collins here. Was what was your reasoning in the natural to move to Glenwood Springs? Um, actually, uh, <laughs> the part of the small group, uh, uh, one of the one of the guys in the small group gave a word of knowledge to me, and said, uh, "Dan, did you know that you were going to be moving to the West Slope of Colorado?" And I said, "Dave, that's bad pizza. That's not God." <laughs> uh, so I'll I'll put it on the shelf, but. Uh, well, I, uh, I went into my office. I was working as a, a masonry estimator the next Monday, and uh, boss called me into the office, and he said, uh, uh, Dan, I want to talk to you. And I thought, man, okay, I've been doing really good. I'm going to get a raise. <laughs> and uh, he calls me into the office, and he, he says to me, Dan, I don't know how to tell you this. He says, uh, but we're cutting the overhead and you're the overhead. And so uh, you, uh, you're not going to have a job after today. But he said, uh, I'm, uh, I've already got another job lined up for you. And if you're agreeable, you can probably go to work for this guy before, before the uh, uh, money runs out for your uh that I'll give you just uh, as, almost like a severance kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, a severance pay. And uh, I, I said, uh, Louie, I said uh, this this job it doesn't happen to be on the western slope of Colorado. And he says, How'd you know? He says it's in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, and my friend really needs an estimator. And you can go up there this weekend and uh, you can have a job before before uh, anything runs out. And so uh, we did that. Actually, uh, 
Karen and I had a house in Fort Collins. The house sold. Okay, we came up. We we came up for the weekend. Everything was great. I wanted to stay. Uh, Karen went back to Fort Collins, sold the house, harvested the uh, the uh, garden, and uh, put everything in boxes. And by in three weeks, we were from Fort Collins to Glenwood Springs. That's wild. That is a mighty act of God. Oh, it was, it was absolutely, there was no mistaking that that was the case. And in fact, uh, when I got here, uh, I lived at uh, my boss's house and he, uh, um, well, I, it came along Friday night and Friday night was the normal time for small group. So I decided to have a Bible study. And so I asked him if he could come and he said no. And I asked all of his kids and his wife and that, no, nobody could come and asked some of the neighbors and none of them could come. So I had a um, Bible study that first night, first Friday night that I was here, small group. I was going to ask, because you were in Fort Collins and you were involved in Bible studies when you got to Glenwood Springs, how did that start off? It sounds like right when you started and it was small group night, Oh yeah, you were asking people if they wanted to be a part of the Bible study that right. you were going to have. So was it just you that had the Bible study? Well, with actually, you and I had a Bible study with a great Pyrenees jo- dog by the <laughs> name of Sadie. Hey. If you're going to preach to something, preach to all God's creation, right? I did. I taught a good message. Then I asked God specifically, I said, okay, you got us here uh, or you've got me here. Where are all the people of God? Where are the people of God, people of faith that you're moving me here for? And he says, they're not here yet, but they're coming. Wow. And what was it, like two weeks later, you said? It was like three weeks later is when uh, Craig and Sharon McCune showed up. That's amazing. God had a plan. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been a part of the church ever since. I have. Yeah. Uh, My wife and I, Karen, Karen has been a part of the church as well. Yes. That's awesome. And we love you guys. Thank you for your faithfulness and your time here. What would you say is the main thing that you take from new creation church or being here for so long that you've seen God do the theme here at the church, because this podcast is possible because of new creation church. We draw a lot of attention to new creation church, but comparatively speaking, I have only been at this church for a very small time, even though it feels like a long time to myself, nowhere near how long you've been here. So maybe you can speak to those people who are in my boat or just starting to come to new creation church that are hearing this podcast about the great things from New Creation Church. What would you say about New Creation Church? The best thing about New Creation Church is that it's stayed on the Word of God for all this time. The Word of God by the Spirit of God are the two emphasis, and that's that's what church is all about. Uh, that if you if you don't have the Word of God and the inspired Spirit speaking to you that word of God through the pastor or, or through gifts, uh, you don't have what you need. So, uh, all this time there, oh, there's been, there's been hiccups to where, you know, that it's been 
hard to hard to continue just because people are people but uh the word of god has sustained us all this time and uh we've grown amen and that's the good thing that is a good thing uh Praise God. We have stayed on the word. We have pastors who preach the word and you're actually doing a teaching on the word of God on a subject of healing here at new creation church at the recording of this podcast, uh, faith for healing. And you have a small group and we just thought it would be awesome for you to come in on this podcast and share a little bit about the subject of healing, which is found in the word of God. It's a promise of the word of God. And I don't want to get too deep into it and take you in a direction that you weren't planning on going. But would you mind sharing about healing today? Absolutely. Uh, I would not mind. Uh, and, <laughs> and as you do, it, just remember to keep your mic as close to your mouth as possible. Well, That's great. I can do that. Thank you, sir. So anyway, uh, what I've what we're doing is a small group. It's entitled uh, "Faith for Healing." It's uh, basically it's uh, about. Uh, it comes from uh, Keith Moore's Faith School. I spent about a year uh, going over different messages on faith for healing. Uh, and, uh, but it came from Keith Moore and, uh, basically what it delves into is, is that, well, what I realized is that you can have strong faith for salvation. You can have strong faith for provision and you can have absolutely no faith for healing. They don't always cross together. They don't. And well, how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing. And faith for healing comes from hearing what God says about healing. I mean, it, it doesn't just come automatically. You have to, you have to get it. And the other thing that I realized in the Word of God, it said of the disciples, Jesus told the disciples at one time, you have no faith. I know Jesus didn't really spare any punches. He would just throw it out and say it just like it was. Little yes. faith, no faith, yeah. great Little faith. faith. Yes. Little faith, no faith, great faith. So what that tells me is that faith can grow. Yes. So uh, what you need to do is grow your faith for healing by hearing what God says about healing. And we have 20 different examples in the gospel that are handpicked by the Holy Spirit and they basically tell a little bit about the person, who it was, where it was, what he was healed of, and how he received it. So I thought well, it's be a really good thing if you want to know more, if you want to grow your faith for healing, is hear what God says about healing. And so that's what uh, this, this study is going into, is each one of those individual cases, uh, in individual instances, 
in the Bible, and most of them are in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and then some of them are in John, and I say 20 because it depends on how you count. Uh, some were healings only, some were deliverances, and so uh, that's that's what we're going over is each one of those individual cases. That's awesome, and I like what you said about faith comes by hearing what God has to say about healing. And I was just talking with someone yesterday about something Smith Wigglesworth, who operated in the miracle working power of God, the healing power of God. He was approached back in the old days and said, do you have any good tracks, Mr. Wigglesworth, on healing? Like some books that I can read. And he said, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John work pretty darn well. And that's it, going straight to the source. And I've been guilty of this often when we're fleshly pertaining to the five senses or just concerning what we're naturally feeling because sickness often carries feeling. We'll research, I say we, I can involve myself. I will research what sickness is going on in my body. And I studied out, I read about it, but that doesn't increase my faith for healing. The word of God increases my faith for healing and going straight to the source Jesus is the word made flesh. What was written about Jesus's miracle working power and his healing power in the gospels. So great. I'm excited for an abbreviated version of this class, a taste. And I believe other people get excited here in this too. And Dan's here every first service, 830 service sits in the second row. You can catch him, ask about him. He's full of the word of God. Oftentimes, Dan, I'm just going to say this. I appreciate it. You have your notebook. And before I leave church, you'll be like, hey, I want to show you something. And I always know when you say those words, and it's always those words, hey, I want to show you something. You're going to show me great revelation from the word of God. So let's get into some of that revelation, if you don't mind. I don't mind a bit. Let's do it. And uh, so anyway, just uh, well, also to give you a little bit of information about me, God's given me the gift of teacher. I'm a, I'm a teacher in the church, and that means that you won't hear a lot of preaching out of me, but you will hear a lot of teaching and about from me. Now, you know, we all have thoughts. Some people might be going, isn't that the same thing, preaching and teaching? How would you describe the difference? The difference is uh, teaching almost always uh what you're teaching is the word of God. And preaching, sometimes it involves principles, but not necessarily the word. And with me, it's the word. Well, let's get the word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. There it Actually is. Actually hearing the anointed word of Jesus. The, the difference between the rhema and the logos. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Absolutely. So anyway, uh, the first instance uh, that um, we have of uh, healing in, uh, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is the healing of the leper. And uh, it's not necessarily in chronicle order, but uh, this is just where, where we started. And it's not the healing of the 10 lepers, but it's the healing of the individual le leper. And basically what uh, the leper did 
was he he uh, stated to Jesus uh, what the question is that's kind of throughout the church. I agree. And that is, he he said to Jesus, I know you can, but will you heal me? And basically, he, he is basically asking Jesus, is this the will of God? And Jesus didn't stop and say, well, sometimes yes, sometimes no, maybe so, think so, or anything like that. He, it says in the Word of God, and this is in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, uh, he, he said he was filled with compassion. He put his hands on him and said, I will be healed. Yeah, I am willing to be cleansed. Right? Yes. That's yes. awesome. And that's significant because Jesus was setting precedent. Yes. Isn't that fair to say? That I was thinking about this similar subject yesterday that in James 5, we're not going to get there, but it talks about the prayer of faith that will heal the sick. Exactly. If there were all these conditional statements on the sick and if it was God's will, there would have needed to be a lot bigger and more instruction in that chapter about, well, ask these questions to signify if it's God's will. We don't have that. It's just the prayer of the righteous person making much power available and the prayer of faith will heal the sick. Yes. So when Jesus said to that leper in the word of God was going to be published and brought to all these people, he was setting precedent that it is my will and you can be cleansed. Exactly. And uh, that that's where it starts. But as you, as we go through the 20 different instances, what we realize is that most all of them, it's like 75% of them, Jesus didn't talk about whether or not it was the will of God or not. He, he didn't say, he didn't base it on that. Actually, he said, it's according to your faith, according to your individual faith. And so uh, a lot of the church is still asking the question, is it God's will? And Jesus didn't put the emphasis on that. He put the emphasis on your individual faith. It's our part to play. Yes, yes. And the significance, I'm saying the word significance a lot, from what I gather, and this is just my perspective on what we're talking about, but the leper coming and you using that as the starting place is he already said, it's my will. But Pastor Mark references this a lot from F.F. Bosworth in Christ the Healer, that faith begins where the will of God is known. So if really the main way that we access healing in our bodies is by accessing it by faith, Jesus dealt with the if question. Well, if it be your will, no, if is the badge of doubt, it's been removed. It is my will. Now let's grow your faith to be healed. Exactly. And the, well, uh, the thing that I just realized lately is that, um, 
do you realize that in the will in the eyes of God you are as healed as you are saved it's it's part of the package as it says in Psalm 103 verse 1 it says bless the lord o my soul and all that's in within me bless his holy name bless the lord o my soul and forget not all of his benefits and then he then he states the benefits and it it isn't just salvation it's healing as well they come together and so uh what i realized is that both salvation provision all of that and healing are all in the same package and but what we need to do is develop our faith in that and become what uh god says fully fully persuaded you know uh we can we can be uh partially persuaded and uh not not get it <laughs> and until we get fully persuaded so we need to grow our faith in the area of healing as well as we need to grow our faith in provision and salvation or basically what uh i do many word studies and the word that uh incorporates that is sozo and sozo means uh saved healed uh prospered made whole so uh it, it's it's part of the whole package but it doesn't come automatically we have to hear what the word of god says to us and that's by his spirit Exactly. And that word sozo is the word that we have in the New Testament for salvation. Exactly. So any Baptist, Presbyterian, Lutheran, or Catholic who's used their faith to be saved, whether they know it or not, inside that salvation is healing. Exactly. We're just trying to get fully persuaded by the word of God that that healing is actually included. Yeah. It's not a, I got to muster up enough faith muscle that God will provide healing it's provided we're just learning how to access it exactly all right we're this was just a taster episode so thank you we like to end these podcasts with the wisdom of the day one takeaway from the things that we've discussed on this first intro episode we're gonna have you back for at least one more episode but what would you say and i will go first because you're my guest and i don't want to put you on the spot too much but is the one takeaway for you today that we can learn to apply and mine, I'll start off with mine, is really that God set precedence with the leper, that it was his wheel, will, not wheel. Uh, he did invent the wheel through man's uh, <laughs> putting wisdom in man, but it is his will to heal. And the thing with me sometimes is after a certain amount of time, I lose that confidence or the enemy comes to tempt. Uh, some of the healings that I've experienced in my physical body have been uh test of time and being healed as I go. And as I grow in more revelation and that temptation can, can come in that does God really want this for you, but to hold fast to not what I'm experiencing, but the word of God that hasn't changed since it was written, that it is his will to heal. And from there, 
it's a firm foundation to grow my faith. So that's my wisdom for today. Okay. And mine would be that uh, faith grows and what I have to do it, or what I need to do is hear what the Word of God and the Spirit of God says to me in my spirit about healing or about salvation or about actually uh, you could call what this small group that we've started, you could also call it Faith for Living because it's it's about not just healing, but salvation, provision, protection, the whole gamut. And I like that you said, you know, spending time with the Spirit and getting that revelation, because that verse that I read, you used a different translation from Romans ten seventeen that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So often we just think it's staring at this book and staring at this book, but it's the inspired words that are spoken by the Holy Spirit as we fellowship with the written Word, expecting, have a holy expectation that the Holy Spirit's going to speak to us, and that's when faith comes from that. So we're, exactly. ex we're excited to get some more revelation next time. It's our custom to have the guest pray us out of this podcast. Would you mind doing that, Mr. Glenn? I would be glad to. Dear Lord and Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we've had to hear about the Word of God. We uh, thank you that uh, you're a good God that takes care of his children. We thank you that we can hear in our spirit what you have to say to us and that's what really blesses us is what we hear in our hearts we thank you for the opportunity and it's jesus that made it all possible in his name we continue amen amen thank you so much for joining us today on the sown and growing podcast and dan and i'll be back next time and we're going to continue this conversation. So go into it with an expectation that the Holy Spirit's going to speak to you because I know he is. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you next time.